1: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today.
2: I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here, but we can take it. We're short or brown or round or we're queer. I got a feeling we are onto something here. If you're worried, trouble might be coming your way Hit it together, I think that's what I heard the men say I got a feeling, we are gonna be okay
0: and this is Global Pillage the comedy panel show which celebrates the infinite variety of human endeavor and definitely doesn't get cheap laughs by mocking the weird things people do in different countries (laughs) and speaking of weird things from different countries let's meet today's comedians on my left playing for the colonies we have Alice Frazier and Zoe Brownstone And on my right, playing for Gilead, we have Shazia Mirza and Esther Menito. So, my panelists, what boxes can you tick on the great diversity and inclusion monitoring form of life? Why don't you start off, Zoe? Uh,
3: Jewish. (laughs) Ting! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's kind of it. Jewish lady. Jewish lady. Sikhs <laughs> <it>. man. Sikhs <laughs> man, yes. That's, that's, that, that is my Facebook profile, yes.
0: <laughs> Very cool. I like how you, you just right away, you're like, I've, I've ticked these boxes yep. on forms before yeah, I know how to true. do it. Yeah. And what about you? Ooh, there uh, we go. My,
4: my dad's side of the family is Jewish. My mom's side of the family is Catholic. They met in the late 70s in suburban Sydney in Australia, so of course I was born and brought up Burmese Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> I am oppressed, repressed and depressed.
0: Very good. Good for you. And what about you, Astor?
5: Um, My dad is from Lebanon. My mum is from Gateshead, the old classic combo. And uh, and I'm born and bred uh, Essex. So I think that definitely ticks a lot of boxes. Uh,
0: And what about you, Shazia? My uh, Muslim Pakistani from Birmingham. All right, ready to tell us things he found out yesterday, but in a voice which implies that it's the kind of general knowledge any intelligent person should have. In Pennant's Corner, it's Ned Sedgwick. And bringing beautiful music from ebony and ivory, it's Samuel Wolf on the keys. So Ned, have you had a global experience this week?
1: Well, I've realised this is the seventh year we've been at the uh, London Podcast Festival Ooh. and the fourth year since we've done a full series of Global Pillage, so slightly odd dynamic there, but I went back and re-listened to the first episode and I used to be asked what my diversity was. Um, Nish Kumar accused me of being a coloniser within a minute, so we (laughs) had to stop doing that. Um, But back then it was pre-Brexit, pre-Trump, pre pre me Too, pre-everything, and it's amazing how much the world has moved on, and yet I am still here.
4: (laughs) I was watching a live bugle once I was in the audience next to Nish's mum, and she leaned over about halfway through the show and she said... uh, you know, when he says kill all white people, he doesn't really mean it. Oh, <laughs> was like, thanks, Mrs. Kumar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Every week, Samuel creates a scores jingle for us from an old folk tune. So over to you, Samuel. What have you come up with this week?
2: Well, thank you very much. Uh, today's folk tune... Uh, It was made popular by Moldovan musicians. It is sung in the Romanian language. Uh, So apologies to anyone out there that can speak Romanian. I cannot, and I can barely sing in it either. Uh, But it's English translation. Uh, It's called Words of Love. Uh, You want to leave, but don't want to take me. Your face and the love of the linden trees remind me of your eyes. Isn't that so pretty? Mm. Yeah, this song is 241 months old. And it sounds like this. Yeah, I've never heard that one before. It's beautiful. (laughs) It's beautiful. (laughs) And so we're going to turn that into our little score sing today. Um, and I'm going to say As the round ends, Ned, what are the scores? Ned, what are the scores? Ned, Ned, what are the scores? Please. Very good. Give yourselves a round of applause. Give Sam a round of
0: applause. <laughs> First up is our themed round. And this week, we'll be asking questions on the subject of dolls and puppets. Well, it was either that or nuclear Armageddon, but we thought dolls would be more fun. And what can I say? I'm a Barbie girl. Uh, All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians answer. So, is everyone ready? Fingers on Buzzards. Oh, we've actually got buzzers. Yeah, we well, have Whoa. buzzers. They're, hey,
4: they're... those listening at home, we got buzzers. Real <laughs> buzzers. It's not just SFX put in afterwards. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's a real thing. We pay no expense. No expense getting those at the dollar store. Sorry, pound land.
4: <laughs> uh, the sexiest dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your first question.
0: What happens... To disuse dolls at the Japanese Ningyo Kyuyo ceremony. Uh, right there, Gilead, you came in first. What happens to the dolls?
5: I think they're all melted down and then used to build schools in the UK. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, go for it, Alice. Uh, I think they're used as models for broken doll pick me girls in Joss Whedon projects. <laughs>
1: Such a specific joke, which is only going to be got by about.
4: Oh, but the people who get it get it so oh, hard. Really they, get it so hard. It they get it so hard. They get it, they get it, so it as so good. hard as if they were in Poundland. Come
3: on. Uh, yeah, very good. I, I like that. Anyone else? Anyone else? Yeah, go for it. I believe those dolls are shredded, uh, rolled up, and wrapped in seaweed and served at it. Itsu. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: They're turned into commercial sushi. Okay. All right. Anyone else? They're used as vibrators. They're used as vibrators. I'm going to go ahead and say that one's not it. I'm going to go and say that's not it. What about hive mind? Do you guys have any ideas of what happens to disused dolls at the Japanese ninyo-kyuyo ceremony? They're given to orphans. They're given to orphans. That's a very good option. Shipped overseas in dubious circumstances. Shipped overseas in dubious circumstances. I like that very much as well. All right, so these are your two options. So, are they shipped overseas under dubious circumstances? Buzz now. <laughs> Everyone's very dubious about that as an answer. And if you think it's given to orphans, buzz now. All right, so I feel like more of you thought it was given to orphans. In truth, they are given a funeral. So
5: I feel so like. I was right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you were kind of right in the fact that you said they're melted
5: down.
1: Not, not really. <laughs> no, I and mean, that's like, so absolutely not, I'm in charge of It's points. kind of not, not yeah, a better, funeral it, it at It depends all. on what funeral they're you're going to. And
5: then they get put into buildings which then crumble and deteriorate. Mm. I think that's pretty yeah. kind of end of that's life a funeral situation. That's funeral, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um,
1: Okay.
5: My uh, sister wants uh, to be
0: buried uh, and then turned into mushrooms.
1: Um, <laughs> I want to be no, put in no, the compost. No, no. And so. It's thought that dolls have souls in Shintoism, um, so they're given like proper purification when they're not needed anymore, like purification in funeral ceremonies, so their souls can go and live not in the British schooling system, I think uh, the implication is.
4: Ah, uh, I <laughs> see, I see. If, if dolls have souls, I am accountable for many crimes. <laughs> I've done some real fucked up shit, man. I'm on that special tonight on Channel 4. <laughs> if dolls have souls. As most girls
0: have who've ever owned a Barbie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how you get weird Barbie. Uh, okay, second question, second question. In the traditional British Punch and Judy shows... What is the role of the bottler?
4: Yes, the and colonies. He's the man who stands off to the side and bottles the satirical misogyny to sell to edgelords and Andrew Tate stands. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, while misogyny has a long shelf life, irony becomes inactive almost immediately. So by the time it hits retail, it's just mainly misogyny with an almost undetectable level of satire.
3: Sauce. Yeah, that's what... Me too. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
4: All right, that is the
0: colony's
5: answer. What about Gilead? What do you think it might be? Um, Maybe the bottler is just the person in the town with a bottle that um all the women can go to, who then just goes around and bottles all the blokes who have been punching them with... What was it they used? A bat. Yeah?
0: Wait, so you think the bottler is... A man who bottles men.
5: No, I don't reckon it would be a man, would it? I reckon it'll be it'll be a woman who then goes round and bottles all the blokes who've been hitting the women with bats.
0: The puppet women or the real women? <laughs>
5: <laughs> so many questions. There are no real women.
0: Okay,
6: yeah, uh, yeah. Of course.
5: This is Punch and Judy.
6: This is Punch and Judy. You're right. Yeah. The bottler is Richard Madeley. <laughs> because it's Richard and Judy, isn't it? No, it's Punch and Judy. Yeah, but the British version is Richard and Judy. <laughs> As an American, I'm just reading the cards with
0: confidence. Did you never watch Punch and Judy? I you? have done absolutely no research. Do you know Punch and Judy a It's a puppet show where they, uh, they have weird looking faces and one does hit the other with a bat. So the man
5: hits the woman with a bat. Oh, and they it? used to bring it into schools and we'd all watch it in assembly. Wait, I thought this was from that's like... Renaissance. Do you the Renaissance. Did anyone else that's have the that? American version. Remember that, in assembly? <laughs> That's, that's the, the way to do it. Version. He used to hit her and go, that's the way to do it. That's what the Americans do. And she'd be holding a like baby. Yeah.
6: We're in the English version, Richard and Judy. Um, Richard, Richard Madeley, basically, he's the bottler because he goes and picks up Judy's
3: alcohol. Oh. <laughs> it all makes sense. Well, that's nice of him.
6: <laughs> he's a really nice man.
3: <laughs> all right. All right.
0: All right. These fabulous answers. Uh, hive, hive Mind, we, we go to you. What do you think in the traditional British Punch and Judy shows, which I have now learned is Richard and Judy, uh, what is the role of the bottler? Uh, it's a guy that stands around near the tent and stops anyone from leaving.
4: A guy who stops anyone from leaving. Like kettling. K- oh. Kettling. <laughs> like kettling.
5: Also, people that watch Punch and Judy, what was the crocodile about? <laughs> Do <you> remember that? <laughs> he what? it was the sausages yes. what is this thing you watched as children (laughs) oh my god we had Mr it was domestic violence with sausages and crocodiles what was that about that's blown my mind what was the no I tell you why because Punch stole the sausages so the policeman would be after him and then he'd go home and hit his wife but what was the
4: crocodile spoilers I have no idea. In Australia we had Happy Healthy Harold where you'd go into a van and there would be a giraffe who would tell you about sex and healthy eating like normal children. Okay,
0: there's few things that I think America does better, but as far as puppet shows, we had Mr. Rogers and that was really freaking wholesome and adorable. And I don't know what this explains so much about the country I'm living in. Jesus Christ. Uh, was there someone else who raised their hand yes sir what did you think it was a big bottle of sugar and e-numbers to make the kids go hyper uh, it's, a, it's a big bottle of sugar to make the kids go hyper okay very cool anyone else is, that the name of the stick? is it the stick
5: that he used to beat his wife with
0: the stick is the bottler I like that thought I like that thought and then we had one more Bottles oh. the crocodile's
5: tears. So the crocodile... I don't think the crocodile cried, though, it's did it? Is he?
4: No one has any remorse I feel in like this c- is like
5: aggressive therapy. Situation.
0: <laughs> what happened with the sausages? I really don't want to think about this for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> so that means that, Hive of mind, do you think the bottler's uh, guy who stops people from leaving, buzz now? Yes. All right. Uh, if you think uh, the bottler is uh, sugar to make the kids more hyper, buzz now.
5: Okay. I feel like not everyone. He didn't playing. even buzz for his own ideas.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <I asked> <laughs> he literally just went, Who buzzed for that? He's like, You said it. <laughs> uh,
0: if you think the bottler's the stick, buzz now. All right. And if you think the bottler uh, holds the bottle of crocodile tears, buzz now. All right. That was unanimous, I think. That was unanimous. So, uh, hive mind, you thought it was the stick. In reality, the bottler is to collect money from the crowd in an old bottle, also to hype up the crowd. So basically, they're like the very first people to do a bucket speech at the Edinburgh Fringe Show.
1: That's what they are. I would have given you if you'd buzzed for the guy who doesn't let people leave. Um, but I don't think you even buzzed. <laughs> so I feel like a teacher because I'm kind of standing. I don't think you, you need to back yourself. Um, no, it was a great answer. But, you need to you, know, you can't trust the crowd. We've learned again and again. Um, Yeah, so... That's
4: why democracy doesn't
1: work. Exactly. Um, We've been doing this for seven years. This is the first time I've ever had a Punch and Judy question, and now I see why, uh, because it is quite psychopathic. (laughs) There are usually articles, when I was kind of researching, there's loads of articles in the Daily Mail and the Sun saying Punch and Judy cancelled because it glorifies violence, which it does. But having recently seen Britain's foremost Punch and Judy uh, exhibitionist, I can tell you it hasn't been canceled because of the violence. It's been canceled because it's complete dog shit. (laughs) So bad. There's no narrative. There are no jokes. It's just somebody being like, I'm going to hit you now. Anyway, enough about Mrs. Brown's voice. (laughs) Yeah, dated reference. (laughs) All
0: right. In Somali weddings... A herdo is a container covered in white fabric signifying the bride. One of the bride's friends tangles a complicated mass of knots around it, and one of the groom's friends attempts to undo the knots. But before he undoes the knots, what must he do first?
3: Yes, the colonies. He must restrain himself from trying to explain how to tie a knot to the bridesmaid.
0: (laughs) Brilliant, I love that. And uh, Gilead, uh, do you have any ideas? He
5: does jazz hands.
4: (laughs) Uh, he ticks the box on the paper slip that was handed to him by the bride's friends that say, "Do you like the bride?" Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> on behalf of his friend, the groom.
3: Oh. oh yeah. Does
4: your friend like my friend? Say so yes or no. Ah, uh, very possible. Very. And possible. then
5: they get married. And
4: then they get married. Double okay.
5: married. Double, double married. Double so married. He. Oh, she marries both of them. No. No. The,
4: <laughs> no. 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 Then, then the groom and the. And
0: what's
5: then the, the crocodile marries? about? <laughs>
0: about the crocodile anymore uh hive mind uh any guesses what what does the groomsman do before he unties the knots that yes a
5: really confident hand up a does he put a blindfold on okay. Oh like a magic trick
0: okay blindfold yeah because and then that's her in half yeah. uh yeah yeah someone else raise their hand was it yeah Oh,
4: Blessings
0: Upon the Bar. Wholesome. Sounds
4: authoritative. Yeah, someone's I would someone's this, here to yeah. play. Someone yeah. wants to play. Someone's yeah.
3: been to a Somali wedding.
1: <laughs> it happens every episode. Suddenly the hive mind get a taste of blood and they're like, we can beat these people.
2: <laughs> Does he have to pay a fee or like put money on the box? I guess it's kind of like the blessings, but like... Does he have to pay a
0: fee on the box? All right, so if you think the first thing the man has to do is put on a blindfold, buzz now. Okay. If you think the man has to bring blessings to the box, buzz now. All right. If you think he has to pay a fee, buzz now. I, I like it that your buzzes sound... Like, for your answer, Sam, your buzzes (laughs) sound a little louder, but that's just because you have a
2: microphone. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. So the hive mind guessed uh, blessings on the box. In reality, before the man attempts to undo these knots, he has to lift the veil this Thing that's covered in knots is to symbolize the bride right so before he undoes the knots he has to lift the veil
1: if, if you were listening to the question uh, it says is a container covered in white fabric oh uh, yeah there's uh, yeah. a clue in that but I will give a bonus question because I thought people might not get that what is in the container and just shout out anything sausages <laughs> correct you get a point it's uh, cured meat
5: Oh, no
3: way!
5: (laughs) Who'd have thought it? Punch and Judy comes back (laughs) all these years later. And that's the end of the round.
3: As
2: the round ends, Ned, what are the scores? Ned, what are the scores? Ned, and
1: Ned, what are the scores? Please. So the colonies in Hive Mind are tied in second place with zero points. (laughs) Gilead are leading with one point.
0: (laughs) When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
7: They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50. Luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating,
0: The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms. Very good. So, here's the question. Fingers on buzzers. What is the meaning of this foreign phrase, which we have literally translated into English? In Tamil, they say, you caught a rabbit with three legs. What does that mean? You caught a rabbit with three legs.
3: Yes, you the colonies. Land, you landed a man with a very long penis. <laughs> think you, about it.
0: I mean, I don't think anyone had to think that hard about that one. It's
3: very good.
4: I mean, that implies that a rabbit has uh, two legs and two arms. I would. Uh, are we on the same
3: team or are we I not mean, on the same, same on, team? No, 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 no,
4: no, 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 no. But I, I, I would have thought that someone else already got the lucky rabbit's foot and all that's left is the unlucky rest of the rabbit. So maybe it's like bad luck. That's a way better answer. No, no, no. Let's go with your one. I think your one's better because penises are funny.
5: You (laughs) caught the three-legged rabbit. You got legless. You got legless, which means you got drunk. Drunk. You got drunk. Is it that? Do you have
0: any guesses, Shazia? You got
6: a man with three legs.
0: You got a man with three (laughs)
6: legs. (laughs) I think it could be uh, a euphemism for three nipples. Three nipples. (laughs) A three-nippled man. You know, like in that James Bond film, Scaramanga had three nipples.
0: Yes, of course, we so, all remember that from so, the James Bond film. It,
6: uh, some men have three nipples, so I think it could be that.
0: Okay,
5: so it could be about a three-nippled man. A three-nippled man with a large penis who's legless. is <laughs> coming your way. Slowly. <laughs> Slowly.
4: <laughs> we
5: can only up. Just dragging his schlong. <laughs>
0: Uh, hive mind what do you think it is Uh, you caught a rabbit with three legs yes uh, it was an easy win easy
5: win Mm -hmm. easy win Uh, you say things very (laughs) confidently and and lure us into this she's just like an easy win (laughs) I don't need to phone a friend
0: yes right here yes More than you expected. You got more than you expected. You caught a rabbit with three legs more than expected. Okay. And then, yes? Uh, Like, you won, but it's a pyrrhic victory. It's a useless victory. You won, but it's a useless victory. Okay. Very cool. All right. So, hive mind. If you think you caught a rabbit with three legs means it's an easy win. Buzz now. Mm -hmm. All right. If you think it means you got more than what was expected, buzz now. Sam's with you. (laughs) Uh, If you think uh, it means uh, what you got was useless, buzz now. I think it's that. They, They went for that one, didn't they? Yeah. Cool. All right. In truth, it means you are refusing to change your mind even though you're wrong. Uh, I mean an example <laughs> of this being Donald Trump insisting he's innocent. <laughs>
3: Guys, I said what was on the card. Did you like it? Yeah, I, I personally think I personally think long penis
5: is still the best and most accurate answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean you wouldn't get that from that.
0: You you wouldn't get that uh you caught a rabbit with three legs, you wouldn't get that. You're refusing
5: to change your mind. I remember, but I, I used so to live logic. in Tamil Nadu, and I remember saying, "Oh well, yeah." And I didn't know what it meant, but I remember saying to somebody in that I worked with, "I went, oh, you're as fit as a butcher's dog," and they were just like, "What? How? What the?" F-? And so there you go. And just uh, enjoy th- that, guys. <laughs> if you're
0: fit as a butcher's dog. Does that do make you not know really the expression? Young? Is that also a Tamil expression?
5: No, 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 it's it's an an English English
1: expression.
0: expression. Does that mean you have a long penis and you're drunk?
1: (laughs) Yeah, wait, save it for the teams round. (laughs) You know they don't know the answer.
5: (laughs) Fit is a butcher's dog. Fit is a butcher's dog. All right, yeah, I'll ask you that later. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's an English, it's an English phrase. Yeah, look. you never heard that.
3: I'm not from. None your... of
5: them are English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, does yeah. still Yeah, well, that?
4: that's like me being like, well, "Don't come the raw prawn with me." Everyone knows what that means. <laughs> no,
5: but I mean, don't you? I, but you live here, so haven't you heard people say it? No, because no. we're heard not heard from that. the '40s. <laughs> it's not the '40s. It ge- uh, hi, from it, uh,
0: <laughs> If you know what "you're as fit as a butcher's dog" means, buzz now.
6: Everybody knows.
0: Don't okay. show off. <laughs> Everyone knows. <exactly. laughs>
4: if you don't know what it means, buzz now. <laughs> yeah. I
0: think it's 50 I think All some
4: right. people both knew and didn't know. They're Schrodinger. Schrodinger's knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. In Italian, they say,
0: the louse has a cough. What does that mean? The louse has a cough. Fingers on buzz. It means you have tiny ears. It means you have tiny ears.
5: <laughs> or the world's smallest stethoscope.
0: <laughs> the world's smallest stethoscope. Oh, I get it, because a louse would be very tiny in, in, to hear it cough. Ah, very clever.
6: Very clever. Shazia, do you, do you have any ideas? Um, I think it means you got knits. <laughs> you've got nits. You've got nits. Because you know uh, nits are louse? Yes. And if, when they've got a cough, it means they're alive.
3: <laughs> uh, of course. Of course, yeah. Yes. I, I, think, I think the louse has a cough means someone's been gossiping about you. <gasps> oh. 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 But what? It's not just penis stuff, <laughs> all right?
4: That's good. I like that. Um, I, I think it's a, a, it's like a Jiminy cricket-style character in a British panto whose job is to cough suggestively when anyone comes up with a double entendre just oh. so that the audience gets that it's sex. Yes. <laughs>
3: I could use that Always having her. a
4: rubbish around in her bush. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and high high Uh What do you think? The louse has a cough. What do you think it might mean? Uh, yes? Um, things are
4: getting worse. Things are getting worse.
0: Oh, okay. There's an Italian in the
4: audience. Because even the louse has a cough.
5: And I've never heard of it. You've never <laughs> heard of it. Have you heard of it wh- as a butcher's dog? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay.
0: All right, so hive mind, uh, you think it might mean things are getting worse. Anyone else? It, it's I'm, you know, playing a tiny violin. Like. Yeah, yeah, like, oh. oh, you're playing the world's tiniest violin, meaning it's a, the person's a whiner.
4: Uh,
0: okay, cool. If you think it means things are getting worse, buzz now. Okay, lit, again, not the person who said it, buzzed, but good job. Uh, if you think the louse has a cough it means you're playing the tiniest violin that the person's a whiner. Buzz now.
1: Okay. All right.
0: It means you've come up with a bad excuse.
1: And I think it's similar, my reading, to the tiny violin and and what Esther said. So lots of points <laughs> flying around. Oh. Sadly, none flying to the colonies. But. This is where
3: we
5: fight. <laughs> this to is rigged. The this
3: yeah. is rigged. This game is rigged. Yeah, who would have thought a
4: game run by UK people would be taking points from the colonies, leaving us with fucking
3: nothing, stripping us of our natural resources. what, are you going to put your face on our money now, too?
2: (laughs) Sounds like the louse has a cough.
4: (laughs) All right,
0: guys. In Danish, they say, you're not someone I can bite spoons with. What does that mean? You're not someone I can bite spoons with. Fingers on buzzers. Yes, the colonies. Alice.
4: So it's Danish, right? Every Dane I have ever known has hated innuendo and unclear speech. So I'm going to put my money on literally they don't want to bite a spoon with you. Like your teeth look weak or something. (laughs)
0: All right, all right, very, very cool. Uh, you think it's literal? Li- li- absolutely literal. L- literal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Zoe, do you have any ideas?
3: I don't, but I think it's the first part of a two-statement sentence, which is, "You're not someone I'd like to bite spoons with, but I might like to fork you." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that. You, you don't have an answer, but you have a finish. Uh, <laughs> Uh, very cool. And Gilead, any guesses? Any guesses?
5: I literally have no idea. I was just like, oh, sharing spoons. but mm, You're not oh, someone no. I can
0: bite spoons, like with. spoons you with. You think that means I want to share a spoon
5: with No, I don't want to share a spoon I with you. I don't want to share a spoon with you. Or I don't want to um, lick I don't... you. I don't want to lick you. I don't you don't want to lick I mean that's not something you commonly have to say.
4: <laughs> well I don't like want you to lick you.
5: Sometimes you have to make yourself
6: clear these days. Yeah. You know, channel know, four tonight. You do it, have yeah. to make yourself clear. Yeah. I don't want to lick you. You're not somebody I wanna like lick your spoon
3: with. Yeah. Okay. I don't
5: want to share food with you. You don't wanna share food, okay? Well,
3: Right. or is it could it possibly be something where it's like i don't want to go through something painful with you yeah like, that's what i was thinking like you let's not d- yeah let's when not you do bite like on a spoon like because <laughs> someone's about to electrocute <laughs> you
4: yeah. well let's not do like team labor yeah together yeah, yeah. you know like let's synchronized, synchronized baby having <laughs> yeah <laughs> like synchronized swimming but so much worse yes exactly yeah <laughs> that's
0: how, how did synchronized synchronized you jump all the way to team labor team labor
4: team, team. labor like, like, like let's let's do synchronized never mind okay
0: all right sorry i thought you were like i don't want to like spoon with you i don't want to have a baby at 15
4: it's a bite like i'm thinking wooden spoon is what we're thinking wooden
5: spoon. oh yeah you bite down on a wooden yeah, spoon uh, right to, uh, to uh, from back in the 40s 20s. where i'm from um, <laughs> <laughs> when, i didn't mean you're back from in the, the day, f- day I when i was mean... fit as a butcher's <laughs> dog oh, <my laughs> now,
0: no i didn't mean you're from the it just sounds like an old timey saying i'm gonna stop talking now otherwise uh i'm gonna get fired uh A hive mind, what do you think it means? You're not someone I can bite spoons with. Uh, Yes, you, sir? That
5: you're greedy or selfish because you're going to take too much of what's on the
0: spoon. That you're greedy. I like that. Uh, Anyone else? Yes, you, my friend. I can't have a serious conversation with you. You can't have a serious conversation. Yes? I can't have an argument with you because you're have a win. Okay, can't have an
4: argument
5: like, your teeth are so, your mouth is so strong, you could bite them. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Bite yeah. A spoon. You'd win
4: a spoon-biting competition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And then uh, you had one as well? Same. One. Same. Oh, interesting. Oh, the hive mind is oh, hiving. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming together, guys. You're doing a good job. I believe in you. Okay, hive mind. If you think uh, you're someone I can bite spoons with, uh, if you think it means you're greedy, buzz now. Okay. If you think it means uh, you can't have a serious conversation, buzz now. All right, if you think it means I can't argue with you. Buzz now. Excellent, okay, so you think it's, uh, you can't have an argument. In reality, it means you are pedantic, hard to work with. Uh, that,
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and someone in the front row just went, yeah, Ned. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, fair, uh, fair enough but more because my unreliability than, uh, <laughs> than that um, I'm going to give it to the hive mind
0: oh, yeah, good. I think that's fair enough. and that's the end of the round
2: Yay. as the round ends Ned, what are the scores net what are the scores
1: net what, what are the scores please So only two points separating all three teams. The colonies with zero points are in third place and tied in first place with two points apiece are the Hive Mind and Gilead.
0: Very well done. Very well done. Okay, guys. The next round is the teams round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural or family background. Maybe they have a weird ritual or custom which seems totally unfamiliar, like they only meet strangers on a Wednesday or they don't eat dinner in front of the television. So, uh, Gilead, what is your question for the colonies?
6: Muslims go to the mosque to pray, but there are some occasions when they just don't let women in. What are they?
1: Bit of a minefield of a question. there.
0: (laughs) I've never been so happy (laughs) not to be a panelist.
3: You're asking a couple of Jews. (laughs) Do you want to go first? Uh, Absolutely not. Okay, okay. When they don't allow women in to pray
4: into the mosque, into the mosque mosque. to pray. So you just have to go out. You just have to hang out outside. They're just not allowed. They're not
3: allowed
6: in. They're not allowed
3: to Um, go anywhere near the mosque.
4: (laughs) Of all the days of the week, I would say it would be Monday.
3: <laughs> that deserves a point. Thank you. Um, I feel like I navigated uh, that one feel quite well. When, 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 she, when she's in labour. Yeah. Not allowed into the mosque, if she's having a baby right there and then. <laughs>
6: I, I mean, I'm, I'm not seeing that, that myself, but may, uh, that's not on the list. Okay.
3: All right. i hive mind um, knows. This that, is a hive mind who knows. Do you, yeah. do you actually know it? Well, I think my not allowed. I was going to say that, but then I was like, I
6: don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> Shazia, what's the answer? Well, there's, there's a few. Okay. Okay. One of them is that um, if, they've just, if they've had sex and they have not washed, they're not allowed to go in. How, how, do, how you do you know? know. But well, they no. know, don't they? You know.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so it's an, so, an honesty, honesty thing. thing. You've okay. Be... okay. 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 I'm gonna <laughs> stop you right there, <laughs> because I was under the impression they, the person, there's a, there's a person at the door being like, no, <laughs> it's an honesty. I mean, if okay. So, what gave yeah. you that uh, impression? I don't know. <laughs> I just I'm an idiot. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, an honesty box for yeah. honesty.
6: Like, boxes. Didn't mention, if you've been round the corner doing it, like at Regent's Park Moss behind the bins, Fair. and then you did not wash before going in, that's not on. Fair, okay. Yeah. I
5: think that's a good uh, rule generally. <laughs> Always wash after bin sex. Yeah.
3: yeah. Before yeah. prayer. Oh, all
5: right with that? Yeah. Between right. prayer and bin sex, there
3: should bins, be a Bins, bus shops, yeah. anything like also that. So do right.
4: a wee to prevent a UTI.
3: There you go. Mm. Safety first, uh, ladies. Uh,
6: okay. Um, uh, what are, what
4: are some the, other
3: The lady
6: reason? was right there about menstruation. Oh! You if were, you're on your period, you're not allowed in the mosque. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you're considered dirty. Okay. All right, and now uh,
0: the colonies. What is your question for the audience? So this one is for you guys.
3: What? Yeah, well, so, so- I want them to suffer. No. <laughs> Albert, okay, this is really unfair. It's called a cycle of abuse. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Okay, um, this past week, there was a, an important Jewish holiday. Um, what was it? And there's a two-part question, and there's a second part. So who knows the first part? Uh, I, I feel like <laughs> you yeah. were celebrating it. Uh, Rosh Hashanah. Yes, cheating, though. It was Rosh Hashanah.
5: <laughs> cheating.
3: No, I, that's cheating. And then,
5: and then okay. So okay, okay second part. This. Second part of second the question.
3: What what's what what year is it in the Jewish calendar? Uh, <laughs> all right, the, the yeah, second. he's oh, Jewish happened. enough to know I it, but not know, Jewish yeah. enough to
4: be I, doing something with his family tonight. I know. You're close. Wait, but, what did you say? Five seven sixty. Five seven sixty.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm, further. Four hundred. Eight hundred. North
3: London. <laughs> 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 it is. 5748, which is also the parameters on my hinge profile. Thank you (laughs) very (laughs) much. Thank you. That whole joke was just so I could see that line.
6: Very
0: good. (laughs) Thank you for sticking with me. All right. Beautiful. Well, well done. You guys got the first half uh, right on that. And then, Charlene, you have a question for Gilead here. Charlene is from France. Uh, Into the microphone. What is your question for Gilead?
3: What does it mean when French people say that something is like peeing in a violin, not urinating?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, urinating. Like what you do before bin sex. After
6: after bin sex.
5: after bin sex. Because <laughs> then you don't have. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You learn your bin sex etiquette. In, in, uh, <laughs> in a violin, urinating Pea. in a violin. Yeah. Yeah. What, is, what does it mean? Pissing into the wind. Into pissing the like in a violin. something that's mute. I mean, Would it make a nice sound? <laughs> wind in the willows. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's a thing that people say though. What you could it mean? Music to my ears. <laughs> well we Maybe know it's what Charlie is into.
4: Maybe it's a variation on wetting your whistle.
5: Oh yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's not your it's not your question, girl.
5: I know. Can we steal your whistle? Wetting your whistle.
6: You
0: can steal?
5: We can steal wetting your whistle.
6: It's something like wetting your whistle? Being into a violin and wetting your whistle. No,
0: okay. Having a drink. Yes, all right. Drink. Uh, Charlene,
5: what does it mean? It means to do something absolutely useless. Uh, uh,
3: <laughs> that checks out.
0: Yeah, kind of like all you of our comedy
5: careers. <laughs> Fit as a butcher's dog.
0: Hey. hey. What does it mean? Yeah. What, doing something useless?
5: No. I'm asking you. Oh, you're
0: asking fit, us. Oh, yes. you're
3: asking us. Fit, I you know. the know you're uh, Okay. <laughs> fit as a butcher's dog would yeah. be not very fit, I would imagine, because a butcher's dog would be eating scraps no. from no. the butcher. No. no. Well, then it's stupid and I hate so it. No,
4: very high-protein <laughs> dog who's been eating a lot of, a lot of meat. Yeah. So he'll, like, hench. Yeah,
0: He's yeah. paleo. He's so a paleo, so paleo, paleo so. dog. So, oh, is that what paleo is? A
4: bully XL is, a lot is of what
0: meat? we're yeah. talking. So
4: he's
6: He's hot. He's
4: really fit. Like that kangaroo that everyone has the horn for. What? Have you not seen the sexy kangaroo? No! Oh man, yeah, you gotta yeah. see the sexy kangaroo. You guys
2: haven't lived I you think...
4: just Google sexy kangaroo, you'd be surprised. Oh yeah, he's ripped.
2: Yeah. He's jacked. What yeah. is going on Fit oh, as yeah, a kangaroo. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. And that's the end of the round.
2: Yeah. As the round ends, net what are the scores? Net what are the scores? Nedget, net
1: what are the scores, please? The colonies are off the mark with half a point. Hey thank you in joint first place Oh sorry, the scoring
4: is like golf right the lower you are the better you're doing right sure. yes
1: yeah, yeah. sweet um, Gilead and Hivemind with minus 3.5 based on that parameter um, <laughs> are leading it yeah with three and a half Oh, so, so
0: there's still time there's still time there's still time this is the final round right here so we're gonna figure out who's gonna win between gilead and the hive mind and maybe the colonies okay so this round is a quick fire round hive mind if you know the answer shout buzz then shout out the answer as loud as you can right so don't wait for me just like if you are a person who knows it go buzz and then answer right Which American franchise's latest film was given the subtitle Deadly Position for its Arabic release? Yes, Gilead. Baskin Robbins. (laughs) (laughs) Colonies, what do you think it is? Mission Impossible, for sure. You are right, it's Mission That's impossible. right, that's right. We're coming back. We're coming back for all, right. all right, question number two. What part of a table are the Victorians said to have covered because they were considered the too legs. provocative? The legs. The colonies got that again. Uh, all right. What is the Simpsons version of Barbie called?
3: Oh, 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 it's, oh Malibu it's Malibu Stacy.
0: Malibu Stacy, you guys. Uh, question four: According to American philosopher and guitarist Robert Zimmerman, how many roads must a man walk down before he can call himself a man?
3: Colonies. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The
0: answer, my friend, <laughs> is blowing in the wind. Question five: From what item of clothing does the term "drag" come from? A skirt. You, you'll take we'll that. Allow it. All right. The long dress is dragging the floors. You are very surprising.
6: <laughs>
0: uh, in England, we call it black pudding. In France, what is it called? Boudin noir. Boudin noir. Yes, one for the hive mind. Okay. Finish this Algerian idiom about relationships. While I'm digging a grave for the victim, your
2: was killing them
0: <laughs> alright Sam in with killing them okay
2: lowering the body
0: lowering the body digging a grave for me digging a grave for me okay partying partying okay <laughs> the answer was eloping with the gun
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that I knew a, that it's one. a woman saying that of a man so okay like, well I'm digging a grave for your victim you're running Algeria, off with gun. watch out yeah <laughs>
0: What British subculture is this Wikipedia description of? Popular with women and gay men, it's often revolved around the standing of usually British female celebrities who are often pop singers, reality television stars, and soap opera actresses and characters who are considered gay icons. Five hacks. Uh, Gilead went with fag hags that is uh, not the answer but I see where you're at Uh, women and gay men who are often standing British female celebrities yes what is the show
3: Absolutely Fabulous (laughs) that's a deep cut and it was really good thank you for seeing that Game Sees Game thank you Uh, okay do people
1: Uh, want more from the Wikipedia page yes yes Originating from the term of endearment, Honey celebrates naff and deifies soap opera reality TV stars. No. Um,
0: and you forgot to say buzz.
1: Television presenter and actress Denise Welsh, who has often been referred to Hans?
0: It's called Hun Culture. Hun Culture. Hun I've never culture. heard of it. This never is heard a, of it. This not a new one. Not kids. to be
3: confused with Attila the Hun. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no, this oh, is.
4: Oh, you don't this. know how much he liked the Spice Girls. <laughs> this is a <laughs> new word. Yeah, this okay. Is a,
0: this was, was so I after would know the it 1940s. From the 40s.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of the
2: show. Yeah. yeah. As the show ends, Ned, what are the
1: scores. Never are the scores. net what, what, what are the scores. Please. Well, it's been very exciting. (laughs) No one knows what's happened. (laughs) I'll put you out of your misery. In third place with three and a half points is Gilead. And in second place, after a masterful Well, probably the best ever quickfire round is the colonies with four and a half points. (laughs) But the winners are high mind for five and a half points. So it's
0: a beveragino in the garden to our winners and a lifetime supply of Natalie Cassidy to our losers. (laughs) And I'll leave you on this thought from France. A hungry stomach has no ears. So that either means that if you didn't find this podcast funny, try listening to it again after lunch or it means that the French medical schools are far worse than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Please give it up for Alice Frazier and Zoe Brownstein in the Colonies, Shazia Mirza, Esther Minito from Gilead, Samuel Wolf on the Keys, Ned Sedgwick and Pennix Quarters, The Hive Mine. I have been Abigail Shaman. Thank you, and good night. Um, To by Deborah and hosted by me, Abigail Shamal. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Samuel. Wolf. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producers for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Zielinski. Thanks to Zoe, Becca, and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, please visit globalpillage.net.